The whiskey market and craft distilling in general has taken off in the last decade to levels far above and beyond pre-prohibition days, which of course I'm a fan of. <laughs> but as of August 2022, there are actually 2,600 active uh, distilleries in the United States. This is a 17.4% increase from the previous year. The top five states with the most craft distilleries are California, New York, Texas, Pennsylvania, and Washington. These states make up 32.4% of the U.S. craft distiller market. In 2021, the global craft spirits market was estimated at $13.23 billion and made it to about $16.05 billion in 2022. The spirits industry is booming, but big names like Brown Foreman and Suntory Holdings still rule the market with big name brands like Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. That's right, those historical, once small-time, family-run distilleries are owned by big conglomerates. Fun fact, in 2014, Jim Beam sold to Suntory Holdings, a Japanese investment company, for $13.6 billion. Suntory also owns Maker's Mark, as well as Scotch whiskeys like McAllen, Balmore, Lafroy, and Glenfiddich. And that's not to poo-poo those whiskeys' quality. Many, if not all, still abide by their original recipes and still distill in the same buildings and locations as originally drawn up. But there's a reason craft distilling is blown up. Authenticity and community. Most craft distilleries are ingrained in their community events, host local tasting parties, and provide free spent grain to local farmers. The owners know the people in town and have deals with local restaurants. Craft distilleries even led the innovation on distilling hand sanitizer during the pandemic. There's a bit of comfort and appreciation for the care and effort put into a local mom and pop distillery making bourbon barrel by barrel, while Jim Beam has rack houses full of thousands of barrels. And again, I'm not gonna shake a stick at Jim Beam. Being big and commercial with distribution to all 50 states and nearly every country possible doesn't make them bad. But the perception is they have prioritized profit over spirit, and people are more than ever excited to buy local. However, in recent years, there has been a new boom in the market. Celebrity-backed whiskey. The most well-known and best-selling example is from UFC fighter Conor McGregor, his Proper 12 Irish whiskey. His media lore and controversial style catapulted Proper 12 whiskey to a massive spike in popularity and has helped pave the way for more and more celebrity whiskey to arise. Celebrities see the market, they think it's a good investment, and they take advantage. But there's a major distinction. There's whiskey that's financially backed by celebrities, meaning all they do is throw money at it and slap their name on the bottle. There's also the rare celebrity who works with a distiller, taste tests, and gets behind the process. And I can say with the utmost confidence that Conor McGregor is not hand-picking barrels. He's just putting his name on the, the bottle, and that's totally fine, he makes his money. But what celebrity whiskeys are out there and which ones are good or at least worth a shot? I've dedicated this episode to taking just my top five in no particular order, uh, ones I find most interesting and I've judged them based on my own experiences with them. This is not an exhaustive list, nor will it be that in depth. This is more so just to expose you to what's out there and explain some of the nuances and intricacies of those celebrity uh, whiskeys. All right, so coming in at number one, we have Lagavulin's 11-year Offerman Edition. 
I love this one. First hitting the shelves in 2019, legendary Scotch whiskey distiller Lagavulin partnered with Nick Offerman and used the fame around his whiskey-loving Parks and Rec character Ron Swanson as a perfect celebrity catapult. Nick Offerman actually modeled Ron Swanson after his own love of Lagavulin, so it was a fitting partnership. They've been working together with several ad campaigns since 2014, but in 2019, the distillery finally honored Offerman with this special bottling. Since its release, there have been several iterations, including the Guinness beer cask finish and a charred oak finish. The original 11-year is a blend with the youngest whiskey being 11 years old, and it comes in at about 46% ABV and is aged in ex-bourbon casks. Whereas the 16-year-old has darker red apple notes, the Offerman comes to on a bright and slightly tart with lots of green apple and peach. Medicinal notes, a hallmark of uh, Isla whiskeys, creep in the mid-palate, quickly giving way to a dry oak and campfire smoke. This is a very rich and buttery mouthfeel. The original Levin is, is so good, but unfortunately it was limited. You can still find it out there on the secondary market for you know more than you probably want to pay, but you can still find the most recent release of the Offerman Charred Oak uh, in stores for around $80 to $90, depending on where you are. But there's no sign of this partnership ending, so there might be more iterations of the Offerman, uh, which I cannot wait. I, 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 I cannot express enough how much this partnership has really uh, just skyrocketed Lagavulin's uh, whiskey sales, especially to a newer generation, newer crowd. Next up, I have Wild Turkey Long Branch. Matthew McConaughey became the creative director of the Wild Turkey Distillery in 2016. As a lover of bourbon, I secretly have always wanted to create my favorite bourbon. Eddie Russell and I have been putting together notes, ideas, taste tests, etc., to create just that bourbon that I'm talking about. It's called Long Branch. What does Long Branch mean? Well, in its simplest form, it means the extension of a hand, an invitation, a welcome, when friends can become family. And that's exactly how the Russells have treated me since the day I met them. Russells are proud enough to put their signature on it, and I'm damn proud to put my signature on it. Looking forward to introducing it to you. Looking forward to you getting to taste it. Running multiple ad campaigns and revitalizing their presence on the market. McConaughey teamed up with master distiller Eddie Russell, who assisted in bringing Long Branch to the world in 2018. Texas is bourbon and bourbon and bar uh, barbecue country. Hence, McConaughey's upbringing is fully represented in an eight-year bottle of small batch bourbon aged in American oak. Each bottle is proudly imprinted with McConaughey and Russell's signatures. This has caramel and gingerbread spices with lots of notes of wood smoke and a hint of southern citrus. It's very layered, very complex. It's a very smooth bourbon offering. It, it, it's, it's great for uh, someone who's new to bourbon. It's a, a very good entry level. Um, also not offensive on the price. It's about 40 to 50 bucks, depending on where you are. Um, sadly, apparently McConaughey's partnership ended this year. And it sounds like Long Branch might still be available or they might still be making it with his name on uh, as the creator. And he probably will still get royalties, which I'm sure he thinks is all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I had to. Um, but that being said, this is one of the uh, premier celebrity whiskeys across every article you can find in rankings and, and sales. It has done very well for Wild Turkey. And next up, we have Blackened American Whiskey. 
Black and American Whiskey is a collaboration between Metallica and master distiller and often considered founding father of craft distilling, the late Dave Pickerel. The whiskey is produced by Sweet Amber Distilling in Miniville, New York, and is named after one of their songs. The whiskey is a blend of bourbon and rye whiskeys that are aged for an average of eight years and then finished in black brandy casks. The band curates a playlist of their own music that is used to sonic enhance the whiskey. This trademark process is called black noise. The process involves playing Metallica's music at low hertz frequencies to cause the whiskey to seep deeper into the barrel, which allegedly allows the whiskey to pick up additional wood flavor and characteristics. How much of this is a gimmick? I don't know, maybe there's some science behind it, but it's kind of cool that Metallica literally curates their playlist and, and plays their music at the barrel for the whiskey to age in. It's kind of nice. The whiskey comes in at about 90 proof and sells for around 50 bucks. It's nothing really that special. Uh, I've had it before, it's, it's fine. It's a fine sipping whiskey. It's got all the traditional bourbon notes of honey and cinnamon and, and caramel and vanilla, but it has a very strong rye and allspice uh, spice with a little bit of a fruited note at the end. That's very pleasant, but it's not nothing crazy and special. Uh, I would love to know though more about the, the science behind this, uh, this black noise process that Metallica is doing. Maybe we should play music for all of our bourbon barrels. Who knows? <laughs> I wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that, in their own way, tells a story. I've been traveling for decades and I've been able to try some of the best whiskey spirits that the world has had to offer. This is a great whiskey. That's a quote from Bob Dylan. Heaven's Door is his celebrity whiskey. First came to the market in 2018. It's a collection of handcrafted American whiskeys co-created with Bob Dylan and a master distiller. The perfect blend of art and craft, a collection of stories to be savored and shared. Each bottle of Heaven's Door showcases Dylan's distinctive welded iron gates that he creates in the studio, Black Buffalo Ironworks. I'm sure you can tell what parts of these I've gotten from their website just as far as information, but uh, the, the brand actually has a new distillery in Pleasureville, Kentucky. It's located on over 160 acres of rolling hills uh, next to Six Mile Creek. The picturesque property that was once owned by Squire Boone, who is the brother of the legendary frontiersman Daniel Boone. Uh, it's been under development since 2017. Uh, the distillery has been producing small batches of exceptional bourbon on its custom uh, Vendome since 2018. The Heaven's Door distil uh, Distillery features two separate still houses, each in its own towering western house uh, horse barn, a visitor center with tasting rooms and lounges, Heaven's Door is even using an 18th century grist mill and an 18th century uh, cabins, all of which have been painstakingly restored that are, have been on the property. Uh, it plans to open its distillery doors for public tours and uh, tastings this September 2023, which is pretty exciting. I personally can't wait to visit. It, this is one of the few celebrity whiskeys where heart and soul are poured into the creation. They have several offerings, including bourbon and American whiskey. And they are a little overpriced, but well worth the try, especially for my fellow Bob Dylan fans. So next up, I have Brothers Bond Bourbon. Behind Brothers Bond Bourbon is Paul Wesley and Ian uh, Sommerhalder. 
probably most well-known for their collaborative roles in the CW's The Vampire Diaries. Their friendship eventually led them to create Brothers Bond Distilling Company in 2021. However, as of right now, this bourbon is sourced from MGP in Indiana. I won't shame anyone for using MGP whiskey, but their website and bottle is chock full of language like handcrafted. It's all a facade. I'll go more in depth in MGP in other episodes, but just know that it's essentially a cheat code to get into the market a little faster. For example, if I wanted to start my own brand today, I, w- I would need product. Well, with whiskey, it has to age. So while I have to wait for that dist- distillation to age in barrels and get my own product on the market, I can source MGP whiskey that's already pre-aged and slap my own label on it. And they let you go and do tastings and figure out what barrel works best for you and your brand. But regardless, the company website states that this is a four grain, high rye straight bourbon whiskey with a mash bill of about 65% corn, 22% rye, with wheat and barley making up the rest. The copper column and copper pot doubler uh, distillation method creates a spirit full of flavor and texture. And the spirits age for a minimum of four years. This bourbon is just fine. It's nothing special. I look forward to them potentially distilling their own whiskey in-house and seeing where that goes. From all accounts, I've seen that these 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 two guys are really interested in the craft and have really been trying to build a distilling company that does their own whiskey. But for 40 bucks, and if you're a fan of the Vampire Diaries, nothing wrong with this bottle at all. So I'm kind of curious to see where it goes and, and what could come of, of, of this company. Now, like I said, this list isn't exhaustive. I didn't cover McGregor's Power 12, mostly because I think it's gross. <laughs> uh, Leave Shriver's uh, Schlancha Irish Whiskey, David Beckham's High Club Scotch, or Terry Bradshaw's brand new bourbon. I honestly hope to sample all of these and get back to you, but oftentimes I've tur- I'm, I'm turned off by how gimmicky they can be. The five I listed are the ones that I've tried and I'm confident in sharing thoughts. All five of them I, I, I would gladly have again. None of them are terrible but there is far more work to be done. <laughs> there is even a whole other subcategory of veteran-owned whiskey, such as Hooten Young, Horse Soldier, Freedom Whiskey, etc. Some of these are incredible craft distilleries or, or whiskey connoisseurs in their own right, especially people who've retired from the military and, and, and want to you know, get into a hobby and learn something new. But others are kind of gimmicky. They're more of a thank me for my service, I was in the military veteran kind of marketing play. But regardless, it's an entire subgenre of whiskey that I can't wait to further explore as well. That's going to wrap it up for this short episode. I can't wait to show you uh, what's in store coming up. We have interviews with different distilleries, different whiskey lounges, and it's going to be a great time. We're going to learn lots about the product, lots, lots about the craft uh, from the very people who do it. Uh, I can't wait to share more with you guys. Please be sure to like, follow, and share this podcast so others hear it. And be sure to check out our website at www.thekogancombo.com. I'd really appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, y'all. Cheers. Cheers.